The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey everybody, just a quick message right before you get into this episode of Zach on Film. I don't know if you know this, but sometimes I'm a big fat dummy. And I say this because uh, I checked all my audio and got everything ready for the show. Uh, and then I pulled my headphones to listen to it on the computer and not my recording device because something was being very weird about it. Uh, and then I started getting a little heated and <laughs> uh, a little fired up about a certain topic. And uh, my my vocals started to get a little bit uh, too hot and kind of uh, got a little crackly throughout the whole thing. And I kind of missed it. But I recorded for 22 minutes and don't really, can't really go back and re-record that. So uh, I'm just going to give you some forewarning that uh, not the best audio on this week's episode of Zach on Film. Uh, it's totally my fault, but I promise next week uh, that I'll be back in action and uh, nice, crisp, clear audio that you expect from Major Spoilers Podcast. Uh, I am profoundly sorry, but I will tell you, if you suffer through it, I get a little fired up about the Golden Globes. Didn't expect it, but it totally happened. Uh, so with that, here's this week's episode of Zach on Film. For this week's episode of Zach on Film, I am the illustrious Zach, the aforementioned Zach, the only Zach on this podcast that has ever been on this podcast and is the only person on this podcast at all again this week. Uh, a little behind the scenes inside baseball action for the Zach on Film podcast listeners. Steven and I were going to go watch Ron Howard's In the Heart of the Sea. Tonight, as I am recording this, what is it, December or something, December 10th, we were going to go watch the very first showing of it at our local theater, and then we found out it was garbage. Not true. That's not true. That's not why we didn't go see it. We didn't go see it because Stephen is a very busy man who had unexpected plans come up, and he had to finish a bunch of other podcasts so that he could scurry off and travel the world and great make great content for you all. Uh, so we trashed that idea, and besides, it got rated like a 51%, so I don't know if I'm going to go watch it at all anyways now. Uh, so I am going to do a very special one-man show all today, uh, and it just so happens that the Golden Globe nominations came out this day. It came out today, they nominated a bunch of TV shows and movies for the Golden Globes, or as I like to call it, the warm-up Oscars slash Emmys, that award show that just kind of softly kicks off. It's like a soft launch of the awards season. The old Golden Globes. Oh, the Golden Globes. 
The Golden Globes are a weird thing because they do TV and film all in one night, all under one roof. And the, the the weirdness does not stop there, and we'll definitely get into that and why I think uh, the Golden Globes are an invalid award show uh, for one glaring issue, and we will certainly get to that uh, just in a few moments. So let's go over the Golden Globes just for you know a heads up. This is going to be kind of a short show. Going to be kind of a short show. Uh, next week we'll definitely make up for it. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. But I'm going to guess you know what's coming up next week. So th- just today. Uh, the Golden Globes were announced. They had the big award thing. They announced them. And so here are your nominees. Should we start towards the bottom or let's just, uh, let's just jump around. So we're got a motion picture drama. Mark that word. Motion picture drama. Come back to that. Your nominations are Carol, uh, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Some of those... Uh, we have talked about on uh, past shows kind of, uh, you know, making our four uh, forethought uh, ideas of what are going to be the Oscar nominations. Uh, things we haven't talked about, Room, Spotlight. I don't believe we really talked about Carol. I'm trying to even remember what Carol is. It rings a bell. I'm clicking a link and I'm opening a tab. All these things are happening and you're listening right as it's happening. Carol. Oh, yeah, the Kate Blanchett, Rooney Mara movie. Hmm. Didn't really hear anything about that, but it must be something. Got nominated. Uh, motion picture comedy. This one will definitely come back to. The Big Short, which is the... Uh, oh, I'm going to blank. Adam McKay. Uh, new Adam McKay film starring, I believe, uh, that is starring uh, Steve Carell. Uh, about the Wall Street bubble and crash of 2008. Uh, interesting thing there for McKay to take on. Then we have The Joy... That is the new uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence Bradley Cooper affair. Then we have The Martian, Spy, and uh, Trainwreck, which was... Oh, man. Did you guys watch Trainwreck? I laughed so hard at that damn movie. It was just so funny. So funny. Uh, actress, actress in a motion picture drama, Kate Blanchett and Carol. There you go. Brie Larson in Room. Bernie Morrow. Carol again. Ooh, double noms. Uh, oh, I'm going to get this name wrong. Say... Oracy Ronan tried very hard for Brooklyn, and then Alicia Vikander for The Danish Girl. Uh, actress in a motion picture comedy, Jennifer Lawrence Joy, Melissa McCarthy Spy, Amy Schumer, Trainwreck, uh, Maggie Smith, The Lady in the Van, Lily Tomlin, Grandma, 100%. That goes to Amy Schumer. Uh, she killed it in that movie. She's going to win. Actor in a motion picture drama, Brian Cranston and Trumbo, that film that Steven has been uh, raving about and looking forward to. Uh, fun fact, I looked up the art cinema calendar for a town that's just uh, about an hour-ish down the road from us, and Trumbo will actually be coming there uh, next week, starting on the 17th. And we'll be playing there for a week. Very interested about that. Uh, playing starting tonight. This is at the Salina Art Center. Uh, and if you live in Kansas, I know there maybe are one or two of you out there that live in Kansas listening to the show. You owe it to yourself to go to the Salina Art Center. I'm just going to plug them for a second. It is great. I've watched two films there uh, so far. Uh, two Days in One Night, the French-nominated film uh, starring uh, Marion Cotillard last year uh that was wonderful first thing i watched there and then we watched uh, meet the patels uh documentary film uh just a couple weeks ago which was great it's a great little cinema they show all the movies that i just kind of really like 
they come in there for a week. It's a great little experience, great little theater. I love it a lot. But right now, uh, they just started showing Chirac, the new uh, 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 Spike Lee joint uh, about the Chicago, uh, you know, the dangers of Chicago right now and the proposed uh, sex strike to fix the problems. So on that for a week. I really want to run down there and see it. Uh, that was a giant segue all about Trumbo and our art theater. Uh, going back to actor and motion picture drama, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for Revenant. Uh, it holds up to my theory that he's going to win the Oscar. I've been hearing some okay things about the film. It's going to be good. Uh, what's what they're saying? The cinematography is great. I'm still holding out that the old decap gets the Oscar, uh, the Oscar nom here in a couple of weeks. Then we have Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl, who I believe uh, won last year, that's right, for The Theory of Everything. Uh, then we have Will Smith for Concussion. Ooh, interesting nomination, that. Uh, actor in motion picture comedy, we have Chris, Christian Bale, The Big Short, didn't realize he was in that. Steve Carell for The Big Short, Matt Damon for The Martian, Al Pacino for Danny Collins, and Mark Ruffalo for Infinitely Polar Bear. Holy crap, never heard of that. Sounds kind of dope. Would be a great band name. Infinitely Polar Bear. Someone looked that up and claimed that band name. It, does Al Pacino just get the nomination because his name's Al Pacino? I don't know anything about this film. I just think Al Pacino gets nominated no matter what he's in. I think, like, Robert De Niro. I'm surprised he didn't get nominated for The Intern. Because it's Robert De Niro. You would just expect that they would just get nominated. I'm going to go That's what happened. Not knowing anything about Danny Collins and just talking out my butt right now. Uh, TV, who cares, who cares, who cares, TV, um, blah, 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 TV, TV, TV. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Actress and supporting role in motion pictures, uh, Jane Fonda for Youth, Hold the Phone, Youth, by uh, uh, my, my boy that did, uh, oh, I'm going to get the name wrong. It's uh, Sorrentino, the Italian film, The Great Beauty. Uh, last year, which was one of my picks for the Zach on film. Zach gets to pick the movies festival. Uh, Paolo, pa- that's right, Paolo, Paolo Sorrentino, the Italian filmmaker. Uh, that's his follow-up after The Great Beauty. Uh, it's called Youth, and it stars Michael Caine. It just came out in theaters last week, December 4th, in limited showings. Oh, boy, do I really want to go watch that. Oh, The Great Beauty was so good. I kind of want to go watch it right now. Uh, So Jane Fonda got nominated for Actress and Supporting Role for Motion Picture for Youth. Jennifer Jason Lee, or Lay, I don't remember that one is, uh, for The Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight got some some nominations in here. I think they got for script later down. Uh, Helen Mirren got for Trumbo. Alicia Vikander for Ex Machina, which I still haven't watched, even though everyone tells me it's just really good. And then Kate Winslet Winslet, uh, for Steve Jobs. Actor in a supporting role for motion picture, uh, Paul Dano, Love and Mercy. Uh, I still hold to to my heart that Paul Dano will win an Oscar in his career. He's too good not to. Uh, watching him is just insane. Even I just watched the trailer for There Will Be Blood the other day. He's just really good, and even he, he's only in there for like half a thing, and he's just so good from that. Uh, Idris Elba, Beast of No Nation, which we just talked about last week. Uh, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies. No Tom Hanks noms. Whew. Interesting. Michael Shannon for 99 Homes and Sylvester Stallone for Creed. No Michael B. Jordan, but Sylvester Stallone. That movie, Creed, uh, is really killing it at the box office, and uh, especially in the reviews. It's over 90% Rotten Tomato. I've heard nothing but good things about it from people who've gone to watch it. Uh, 
we should we should have one to watch that. That'd have been probably a good one to talk about. Um, here we go. Activator, actor, activator. That's not even a word. Actor in a TV movie or limited series. Um, this is a weird category because it mixes a weird showing of things. He's like David Oyelowo got named, nominated for Nightingale, which was this really short film on HBO. But then like Luther, uh, is no Luther's that British TV show. Fargo got nominated. Wolf Hall. Get out of here with this with this uh, TV and movie mixing awards. Animated feature film, Enomalissa, uh, Enomalissa, that's a word, uh, The Good Dinosaur, which I've heard uh, things about. I've heard good, I've heard bad. It's written like 71 on Rotten Tomato. Inside Out, 100% going to win. Uh, the Peanuts movie, which I enjoyed, and then Shaun the Sheep movie. Moving on down to director, we have Tom Haynes for Carol, Alejandro G. Inuratu for The Revenant, there's that none. Tom McCarthy for Spotlight, which I've heard a lot of good things about. George Miller for Mad Max Fury Road. Probably could make a case for that one. And then Ridley Scott for The Martian. Moving on to screenplay, we have Tom McCarthy and Josh Singer for Spotlight. Aaron Sorkin for Steve Jobs. Quentin Tarantino once again for The Hateful Eight. Emma Donahue for Room. And Charles Randolph and Adam McKay for The Big Short. Interesting. That is going to be a tough category, I feel like. Because you have Aaron Sorkin, who is known for writing some of the best scripts. Uh, in TV or Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino, obviously uh, a, a script phenomenon. Uh, and then you have, you know, uh, Chris Charles Randolph and Adam McKay for The Big Short. It's an interesting grouping spanning a whole lot of different categories of film. Uh, that'll be an interesting one. And I really should watch some more of those films. Uh, original songs, Love Me Like You Do. Uh, from my girl Ellie Goulding for The Chains of Grey. Uh, One Kind of Love from Love and Mercy. See You Again, Fear 7. That song was a hit on the radio. It was on all over the way. place. Uh, simple Song number three from Youth. Youth, again, Sorrentino's follow-up, The Great Beauty. The Great Beauty soundtrack is phenomenal. It's split into two parts, classical film, and then like Italian dance club scene. Oh, it's so good. And then Writings on the Wall, the Sam Smith song for the new James Bond movie, Spectre. Uh, then we move on to the foreign foreign language film. One of my favorite categories in this and the Oscars because you're looking at one country gets to nominate one film. They have to find the best film from their entire country that were making films the entire year and they nominate it. So you know all of the films nominated are absolutely worth your time for watching. I love the category. Most people hate it. We move on to the nominations. The Brand New Testament from Belgium, France, and Luxembourg. The Club from Chile. The Fencer from Finland, Germany, Estonia. Mustang from France. And Son of Saul from Hungary. Uh, have not heard a single thing about any one of those. Uh, odds of they're actually coming to America for me to be able to watch. Very low. Thank you, the internet. Uh, then we have Score, the last category from Carter Burrell from Carol. Alexander Desplat for The Danish Girl. Ennio Morricone for The Hateful Eight. I'm doing this my best uh, nomination voice. Daniel Pemberton. Steve Jobs. Ooh, not going to get this one. Ryuchi Sakamoto. I think I did pretty good. And the and Alva Noto for The Revenant. Interesting category. Uh, I'm really surprised at The Hateful Eight nominations, everyone. I feel like I got nominated... In some really weird categories. You got for score and then Tarantino for his screenplay, but no noms for the director. And then you just have supporting actress. 
Am I right in that? Supporting actress in a role in motion picture for Jennifer Jason Leigh. Uh, that's all that it has. Interesting nominations. I don't think I missed anything, right? No, I didn't get nominated for motion picture, drama, or comedy. Uh, so there you are. Those are your nominations for the Golden Globes 2016. Um, so let me let me just jump on a soapbox here for the Golden Globes. I was going through these nominations. I'm saying, okay, motion picture drama. First off, I hate how they split it into drama and comedy. I think it's absurd. I can understand where they're going with, but this is where things get really weird. Motion picture comedy. The Martian? The Martian is a comedy? In what world is The Martian a comedy? Three jokes does not a comedy make. I'm sorry, that is a drama. If you can't fit in the drama category, then get it out of here. Make some room. Make some tough choices, Golden Globe nominee makers. Get out of here. How is The Martian (laughs) in the same category as Trainwreck and Spy? Or an Adam McKay film? I don't understand it. This it really just makes me like this is why no one respects award shows because they make these asinine decisions that are purely political because they have to nominate the Martian but maybe it doesn't hold up as well against these other drama films they don't think it fits they think other films are more deserving in the thing so they just shoehorn into a comedy because Matt Damon jokes about potatoes three times I don't understand it get out of here with this comedy stuff Golden Globes, make a decision or expand the amount of nominations you can have in each category. The Oscars do it every year. No one knows how many best films are going to be nominated. It could be 40 by the time it's 2020. I don't know. They're horrible at making initial decisions. They're great at voting. They, they can't make their nominations. They go from 6 to 12 to 16 to 8 to 12. It doesn't matter. Just make room. Put films in the right category. And again, then he's getting nominated for Best actor in a motion in a comedy, Matt Damon for The Martian. Again, Al Pacino is just that thing just weirds me out. But Steve Carell and Christian Bell, Christian Bell, uh, Christian Christian Bale, I don't understand it. I think I'm maybe getting a little bit too worked up about how they put The Martian as a comedy, uh, but I think it's wrong, and that the Golden Globe should be reprimanded for a horrible nomination. Uh, that being said, I'm still going to watch it. I'm probably going to make choices of it. It's like award season for movies is my is my uh, March Madness. It's my World Series. It's my Super Bowl. I take some time. I love trying to figure out the hidden gems on who's really going to thing. I read all the speculation. I watch it leading into the big thing, the Oscars. Uh, I take all those considerations. you got to look at what all the film... Uh, critics awards from around the country from LA to New York from Timbuktu how are they voting what do you think is going to happen in the Oscars are they going to really pull something weird because the Golden Globe winners are not indicative of who's going to win the Oscars newsflash boyhood won best drama last year boyhood Uh, 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 Birdman won the Oscar they're all over the place the person who won uh, Patricia Arquette won Beck Best Actress for uh, in the Oscars wasn't even nominated for a Golden Globe. What in the world is happening? Uh, so you got to take all its consideration. I make my picks. I stick with them. I fight it out. I try to win every year. Uh, it's so fun. I enjoy it so much. It's the my biggest nerdy thing. Uh, ugh, it's so good. Speaking of which, being nerdy and trying to pick the most Oscar winners, I did a little research for you all. Because I'm sure you're all going to start picking out your 
Oscar pools. You're going to put some money down at the office to see who can pick the most. Uh, like I alluded to, Golden Globe winners do not indicate who's going to win the Oscar. Because I went back and looked at the Golden Globe winners from 2015 and the Oscar winners from 2015. And trust me, they barely match up. It's insane. They're all over the place. You can't judge anything. The Grand Budapest Hotel won Best Comedy. And that's, again, these distinctions and categories throw off my whole information-gathering phase of picking my Oscar winners. When you're picking two movies that win Best Picture, how am I supposed to take that consideration when I'm trying to pick my Oscar film? I don't get it. Oscars are the golden standard of movies awards, and that's it. If I... Uh, if you put your Bonner of Golden Globe on your trailer try to get me to come see it, just forget about it. It doesn't mean anything to me. It means like two thumbs way up from the Hollywood Reporter. No disrespect Hollywood Reporter, but they can just pull quotes from anything and throw it on there. Wow. I got really worked up, and I did not expect that to come uh, at all. Like I said, I was going to keep this a little bit short this week and just do some... Uh, ranting and raving with the Golden Globes and the movie uh, award season, which is going to be so, so, so fun. Uh, interesting to know, I will say this, the Star Wars, the Star Wars, didn't get nominated for any Golden Globes because no one's seen it yet. But I have to assume it's going to get nominated for something in the Oscars. So again, the Golden Globes are not predictors of Oscar season. You, you have to assume Star Wars is going to get nominated for a special effect Oscar. You just have to assume it's going to. There's no way it doesn't. Now, it will be interesting if Star Wars is as amazing as everyone hopes and dreams that it will be. Could J.J. Abrams get a direct or not? I'm not saying it's going to get Best Film nomination. I don't know if they'll give it to Star Wars, no matter how good it is. But could J.J. Abrams get a Best Director nod? Oh, that would be interesting. I can't wait to see it next week because it's already next week, everyone. We've been waiting, what, two and a half years since they they announced that Disney bought Lucasfilm and we've been getting more Star Wars films. And we've been waiting and waiting. And next Thursday, it's happening. Europe, y'all stink. Once again, you get to watch it before us. uh, Way ahead of us, I think, like a whole day. And not even like the time thing. It's like releasing on a Wednesday. It's something crazy. It's not fair. I want to see it before you. Ugh, I want to see it before everyone. Uh, next week, we will be watching Star Wars in theaters and going over to the Major Spoilers Mansion to talk all about it. He's already confirmed everyone joining. It's me and Steven, Rob and Brian. You know them. Rob has been on the show all throughout the summer. Uh, Brian filtered in here and out. He's an elusive man, uh, that Brian, but you know him from uh, Critical Hit and Munchkinland. We will all be going to the theater and partaking of the Star Wars and then talking about it afterwards. And I have a I have a stinking suspicion that Aubrey might actually come with me. I don't think I'll convince her to be on the podcast, even though that would be very interesting, because I don't really know how many Star Wars movies she's actually watched. Uh, but uh, everyone's excited about it. I've stopped watching trailers. I'm going to watch the old ones I've already watched anymore. One, because I don't have any more tears of joy left to cry. And two, I don't want to be spoiled at all. I, I'm going into this with almost nothing besides the hope and hope and praying and hope that Jar Jar Binks is actually evil and somehow that crazy, crazy fan theory is 100% true and J.J. Abrams becomes a hero of cinema by redeeming Jar Jar Binks and Phantom Menace. Oh, there's so much excitement. Uh, So you're going to want to hit that up. It's going to be hitting your feeds 
uh, really late Thursday night. I'm going to guess it's going to get up before midnight uh, based on what I know the first showing of Star Wars is at our theater. Uh, don't listen to it before you go watch Star Wars unless you want to be spoiled because, of course, we might not say anything. We could just be weeping of joy for 40 minutes. We could just be so happy that new Star Wars is here and it's just the best thing ever. We could just cry for 40 minutes and just be like, lightsabers and chewy. It, it could be that. I'm not entirely sure yet. I'm going to guess we'll talk about it. I'm going to guess it's going to be great. That'll be next week on Zach on Film. In the meantime, head over to Majorspoilers.com, where the day of the Star Wars release, we're going to have a whole lot of Star Wars news and articles for you to read covering from the last couple of months. Uh, how do I know this? Because I've been spending the last week writing them. Uh, you're going to want to check that out. And, of course, there's always good news reviews up every single day at Majorspoilers.com. And check those out for sure. While you're there, click on that Amazon.com link. Do some last-minute holiday shopping. Get it there quick with that two-day shipping. Oh, I love it so much. Even go with the one-day. Or not the Saturday delivery. I do that sometimes. I'm too impatient. I'm, like, I'm going to order it. I'm going to pay an extra, I don't know, five, ten dollars $10. I'm going to get shipped on Saturday. I don't want to wait till Monday to use my new alarm clock. i got to wake up for two days before then. Get that Saturday shipping. It's awesome. Uh... It's not going to cost you any extra or use that link, but a little bit will come back to Major Spoilers to help keep the site going week in and week out. So that's it. I'm done. I've talked way too much and way too fast. Next week, it's here, everyone. Star Wars next week on Zach on Film. Podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.